For almost a year. Has it been? It hasn't been that <laughs> long. How long has it been? Uh, I, it's been a long time. Like eight months? I wish you would have woken me up. Winter started early for us this year, <laughs> sure huh, Brittany? It did. I couldn't wake you up because I myself was asleep for eight months. We got a good little nap in, and we are <laughs> yeah. rested, and we're back. And I think we're homeless now. <laughs> we can pay rent. Um, but we're back. If we're back, not baby. nothing else for one episode, I just want to say we um, are so sorry to our listeners. We know you guys have been emailing us constantly. Yeah, the podcast. Get out of my that. email, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany's an easy laugh again because she hasn't done the podcast in a while. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> Oh, God. But if you're really just craving some more get out of my room, I would go back and listen to the archives uh, before they disappear. Truth be told, they have disappeared. Oh, no. But they may, I may have re-upped the SoundCloud premium by the time you're listening to this. So they may all be up. Okay. Uh, there's okay. some good episodes in there. Shout right. out to Tandy. <laughs> That's the best one. I didn't say it was the best one. I was just giving a shout out to Tandy. Okay. Um, guys. Shout out to Chisholm. You, shout out to Gino. Shout out to. We can't Chief. do shout this, Brittany. Uh, <laughs> shout out to starting the show. Um, <laughs> guys, you may have thought season two somewhat. Maybe they're reinventing the wheel here. <laughs> Hate to break it to you. Everything's exactly the same, at least for now. We're jumping in to, did we have a name for the news segment? Underrated News. Underrated News. I love it. Uh, good title there, Brittany. It's um, on the, the yeah, run of right. show that we wrote on a piece of paper that you've had for six years. You are long. correct. Uh, I've had this since, how old was I? Six years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> our guest just uh, scoffed at the idea of <laughs> me ever being 15, but we're going to dig into that today. Uh, my article comes from Smithsonian Magazine. Okay, it's not um, mine then. Good. Uh, I, but I tried to not go, you know, anywhere murdery. Well, okay, this does go very murdery. Oh it, my like, God. nowhere, like, you know, sad and dark. Just something about how our world works. And it's titled The Carcasses That Mountain Lions Leave Behind Power Entire Insect Ecosystems. Ooh. So you know how like they'll leave like empty ships at the bottom of oceans mm-hmm. so coral yeah. reefs can form. Yeah. Um, oh, side note, that's actually harmful for the water because like the the metal that like dissolves into the water. That but it's good for a little bit. Anyways, so the idea behind that is kind of like what mountain lions do when they leave uh, these like husks of elks and stuff uh Mm. they said that the researchers studied 18 elk and mule deer carcasses left behind setting up beetle traps at each site and they found that there were entire ecosystems of beetles feasting on the carcasses Twenty-four thousand beetles from 215 different species were found on these bodies wow and in sites without car or uh, yeah in sites without carcasses located just 65 feet away from the kills they found a mere 4,000 beetles in comparison. So I recommend everyone go out in the wild, kill an elk, and leave it. (laughs) And the insects will thrive, baby. (laughs) You worried about the bees, hun? Go kill yourself an elk. But Cole, do we need more beetles? Is that? Well, I mean, it's interesting that they found 250 different 
species. I feel, uh, aren't like insects it's dying like, off? I saw an article about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's mass so, ex- extinction. But it's kind of, it reminds me of that thing where, you know how like, it's something like 98% of the bacteria inside your nose, they don't even know what it is. It's like um, dark matter. <laughs> yeah, little wormholes <laughs> in our nose. <laughs> I'm psyched about that. But yeah, uh, I just think it's cool how mountain lions give back to their community, you know? Why don't we pitch in as much as them? Okay. What um, do you got cooking? Mine is, okay, I'm not going to, I feel like the article, my mine comes from NPR. The article kind of gave away the best part of the story at the beginning. So I'm going to save the best part okay. for a little bit. Um, okay, so it starts with, it's a running joke that male hipsters all look alike with their flannel shirts, thick beards, and other seemingly off-brand attributes. But a comical incident at the MIT Technology Review might just prove that they all really do look alike. Okay, so they recently published an article called The Hipster Effect, and it studied how nonconformists usually end up acting exactly the same because they're all rebelling in the same way. So any group of nonconformists ends up being the same anyway. And so his study proved the theory and they published it in the MIT Technology Review with um, a picture of a hipster wearing like a beanie and a flannel shirt. And then they got this email from this guy that says, who threatened legal action. And he said, you used a heavily edited Getty image of me for your recent bit of clickbait about why hipsters all look the same. It's a poorly written and insulting article and somewhat ironically about five years too late to be as desperately relevant as it is attempting to be. By using a tired cultural trope to try to spruce up an otherwise disturbing study. Your lack of basic journalistic ethics and, okay, so he continues to just like be a total dick. So they do all this like research and they find out the picture wasn't him. The guy just thought it was, which proves <gasps> oh, their point oh, that all hipsters wild. look alike. Wild. <laughs> oh my God. You're getting our guest riled up, Brittany. I think it's time we introduce her. Is that her. good? Okay. Um. I like when you do the intro. Oh, I was going to say, you're closer to her, so I was going <laughs> to let you do it. Okay, um, well, this, we're, our guest is a Houston icon <laughs> in the Houston education scene. She it was voted Teacher of the Month at one point. Ooh. I don't know when. Um, at, I'm not going to say our school. October, I, I she said. You October? do know me better than Brittany Cole. Yeah, I can <laughs> read your lips. Um, this is my work best friend and my colleague and friend and uh her name is Dakota Dakota <laughs> Woo! Hey Dakota Cole, I've been meaning to talk to you about that because I feel like we need to have our own separate friendship now. Oh, oh. that I'm excluded from? No, but like you know like I don't even have Cole's phone number. Oh get Ooh. here Pat give it give it right now cole loves giving his phone number <laughs> well actually i want you to hear it when i call it out later you can yeah just yeah, yeah. you can put it in your phone then yeah um it's a staple of the podcast at this point <laughs> how you feeling dakota i'm feeling pretty good you excited pretty good. yeah i've been like while you guys were doing your thing where you said i couldn't talk or breathe um i've been like trying not to drink my drink because it's ice um, so it's loud, but at this point does it how bad is it Mine's not it's ice. Probably not that bad. Uh, it's more of the setting it on the table where the mic is that you got to be gentle about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I won't do that. 
But yeah, see, I just kicked the table. I'm already. <laughs> Brittany, oh, my God. oh my God. Oh, it's an earthquake it's in ghost. here. This person's driving their commute. is going to be shook up. Uh, yeah. We usually had like, what, what was it? Like 20 active listeners each episode? 60. Oh, 60? 60. Was it 60? Active listeners feels too close to like active shooter, though, right? Oh yeah. my God. feel weird? Yeah. Well, we don't want to be associated with we that. We don't want to be associated with that at all. But I was going to say, I feel like if we try to bounce back for like multiple episodes we'd be lucky if we got like half of what we had <laughs> i think we're gonna have double because this time people are really waiting for it to come back um dakota this this pod get out of my room is a morning teen podcast Four teens by teens not mm-hmm. no um <laughs> It's super tradition. It's uh, we we talk about mornings. We talk about teen years. <laughs> Which one do you want to tap on first? Um, let's talk about mornings. Yes. Mm, yeah, right? get in. Do we want to start with that morning routine? Yeah, like current morning routine. Or sure. Teen, teen. I think Dakota. This is Dakota's morning routine. This is Dakota's morning wake routine. Up, we're talking wake up, wake up after her alarm. I don't know. She's pressing snooze, but it's late. And um, rush to school and text me on the way. <laughs> hey, can you unlock my door <laughs> so that her students can come in because she's not going to get there until after the bell. That's what I'm talking about. That's the good morning uh, routine. Wow. Uh, there goes my teacher of the month, Nom. <laughs> Brittany. October was the one month everything fell into place. So you yeah. made it to school yeah. on time. I was able to get there on time. Um, Brittany is almost exactly right, but... Uh, <laughs> I usually press snooze. I'll do this thing where, like, I'll set my alarm. What time do you have to be up? I mean, to get to school on time and, like, not feel like I'm not text Brittany to open my door, (laughs) I need to leave the house at, like, 7.30. So I need to be up, like, 6.45. Gotcha. Just to, like, not feel really rushed. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll usually set my alarm for, like, 30 minutes before wherever I have to be, or before I should actually be up, so that... I have 30 minutes to press news. Oh my and god. <laughs> I know like all the science is I know. against doing that, but it's just like it's so part of me that I don't know. That's how why to I like it. to meditate in the morning because I think there is something to to wanting to be awake but not fully conscious yet. Yes. Yeah. So I that's why I enjoy like I get up, I get out of bed, but then I do get to meditate for 20 minutes. So it's like pressing snooze, but it's better for your brain. Because yeah. I'm better than you. Right. And you never let me forget it. Um. Have you won a teacher of the month, Brittany? Nope. Vote <laughs> um, for me. <laughs> so, like, I'll get up and, like, this is also something I'm trying to change. Let me not say that on the air because I don't want to be held accountable for that. But um, for, like, ten minutes, I'll be, like, on Instagram, you know. And um, I won't like any photos. I don't want anyone to know that I was there. Oh I'll just my like God. scroll through. Um, and then I get up and my skincare routine is that's where we really get into it. That's what's really important. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will use micellar water. Cole, do you know what micellar water is? Uh, it sounds like uh, mouse and water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing one to one here. That's what it is. Um, no, it's like a French cleansing water mm. and it's supposed to be better for your skin than using like actual water on your skin especially because we have like all this gross hard water in Houston yeah we so got you... chromium in our water you guys hear about this oh god oh, my it's god. like cancerous metal in our oh, water oh god <clears throat> anyway Dakota you're so this cool French water helps yeah so I use that, that French water and then I'll put on a toner which is good for just moisturizing and cleansing and then um a 
uh, this thing called Waleda Skin Food. And I'm all about this. This is the best stuff for your skin. You should, everyone should use it. So you just like rub a sandwich all over your face? Exactly. That's exactly what I'm doing. See, I was thinking you put like little bugs on your face. Eats the bad stuff. Yeah. Um, Those fish that you put your feet in. Oh, yeah, oh that's they, like, why. Yeah, that's why. The thinking. dead skin. You just yeah. stick your head in a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so murky. And there's fish just like morning. sucking on her face. It's actually just a betta fish. It's like biting yeah. <laughs> One betta fish. Uh, um, and then I'll run out of the door every day. Um, and Brittany knows my apartment door like doesn't shut normally. It's like not on the right hinges or whatever. So I have to slam it shut and like use all of my strength to like hoist the door up and then push it in. Yikes. So have you thought of contacting your landlord about that? I have. <laughs> um and he comes over and he says it's fine. So Oh my god. That's kind of where we're working oh, with no. the door right now. Um and then oh, yeah, no. I usually run to school. But let me just say that class doesn't actually start when school starts. So it's not yeah, going to Yeah. It's homeroom. So they're just Is like, the homeroom the same as your first period? No. No. Okay. No, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. So, so an added bonus to this episode is not only did Dakota go to high school, she also teaches high school with mm-hmm. me. Yeah. So we know a lot about teens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and high school. So you and guys have homeroom every day of the week? Every day. So I only yeah. had homeroom once a week. Yeah, we used to have that too, but now we have it every day. But, you know... I'm not going to debate it because we don't really do anything in there, and I usually can just, like, set up for the day. It's, sure. like, pretty nice. It's a nice buffer. Yeah. Did it add any time to the school day, or did yeah. it, it just no. took away Actually, time? Actually, it took, it, like, our days are shorter this year. Why? Yeah. Ten, By ten minutes. Ten minutes shorter. Huh. Yeah, it's pretty nice. So they nice. took ten minutes off and, and cut down actual teaching time by yep. having this every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wild. Yeah. Which yeah. I, I've but heard is good, always, though. But they're always for... saying to us how we need to make every minute count. <laughs> it's called bell to bell. So like they should be constantly doing something from the bell to the bell. Yeah, no. Even no. like in that super long, don't you have one class that's longer? All of our class, me and Dakota have double block classes. All of our classes are an hour and a half long. Oh, wow. Yeah. Only it's English like, classes. You could watch a whole movie. Yeah. We've done it. <laughs> one time I was showing a movie and I needed it to last over two days. <laughs> and I was like... Lord so, guys, <laughs> no, I just showed an hour and a half movie, but we just like kept like stopping it and talking about it, and like <laughs> I was like, I need this movie to last. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, they're cool about it. Yeah, they're good at code. Like, they know if I'm running late, I'm not there. <laughs> what they're not good at know. is um, anything school related. <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> I'm joking. Sort of. A little bit. Maybe that's my fault as an educator. I've failed. Um, One of the things that you should know about Dakota is she's really popular with the students. Like, like kids who are in all different grades will be like, when they get in trouble, they're like, I call Miss Wentz. Like, they, (laughs) like, and all the bad kids go to her room and, like, have her read their tarot cards. And, uh, yeah, like, most of the kids who are, like, cannot be reached by anyone else on the campus <laughs> dakota can like she's like horse whisperer to them wow yeah. you're like the uh dead poet society teacher yeah, yeah i like to think basically. of myself more as like a really famous dwi attorney <laughs> so when these kids are like when these kids are like call her are you like the defense attorney 
in a way. I mean, obviously, I have to I have to play the game because I work there, so I'm supposed to be like on the side mm-hmm. of the oppressor. But <laughs> um, I do I do try to like help mediate. A lot of times the kids just can't express their emotions, yeah. and the administrators don't know how to, like... Get it out of them. The administrators don't have emotions, so they definitely <laughs> don't know how to get them to express them. <laughs> and Dakota can, like, kind of help the kids express what's happening, mm-hmm. and then the administrators still don't care because they don't have emotions. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> at least the kid feels like somebody heard them, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm just... If any, if the principal's listening, I'm just kidding guys have emotions <laughs> they just like i mean they have to deal with kids all yeah freaking day long they like can't and have the emotions yeah on. you can't be like oh are you like hungry right now like they're just like i don't care you have detention <laughs> <laughs> gotta be stone cold yeah in the public school system uh dakota do you uh typically eat breakfast in the morning or no just so an iv of coffee yeah just just a drip of coffee um, straighten the veins, uh, and then at ten, Brittany and I have our our planning periods from like ten to eleven forty. So almost every day, we go get coffee and or breakfast at the same place every day. Yeah. So that's like they the only time that. I eat breakfast. Where yeah. where is this? Do you want to plug it or Morning Star? Morning Star, yeah. Um, great coffee. We definitely want to plug Morning Star. Is great. The people that great work there are tacos, amazing. Good biscuit sandwich. Oh my gosh, delicious biscuit sandwich. Uh, they have kolaches now, but I haven't had them. Yeah, I haven't tried them either. But the donuts are <clears throat> premium. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And they know you by name. They do. Do you know them? Yeah, they by know name? us. Yeah, she's actually tattooed one of the guys there. What? Yeah, oh, she, yeah. Oh, Dakota has. Okay. Yeah. I was like, she Whoa. gave him a tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's that's a thing you do, right? It you is give a people thing. People tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. I, you I want one right now? Tattoos. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Would you ever get a tattoo? Uh, I wouldn't say that I never would, but some someday. Did you want one in high school? No. Yeah. I actually want. That was one of my my dreams in high school was to be a tattoo artist. Okay. Mm. I like, thought you were gonna say your dream was to get a tattoo. It, I mean, she that probably too. did get one in high school. Did you? No, really? no. I, I had to wait. My parents made me wait till I was eighteen. Can you mm. believe that? Mm. <laughs> well, that is the law. So. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get a tattoo with con- like parental consent? How does that work? Um, it's like state by state, but most tattoo artists will not do it anyway, mm-hmm. just because it's still kind of. Um, I mean, like when you're sixteen, like when I was sixteen, I wanted a butterfly tramp stamp. So like, yeah. you know, like that's your decision making is not really there. But in some states, you can with parental consent. Interesting. Yeah, Whoa. my parents did um, let me get my neck pierced in high school though, so oh they were chill about God. that. <laughs> Brittany's making the most wild face you've ever seen a million year old oh woman make. And Cole, you're surprisingly <laughs> calm about it. Like you yeah, have a neck yeah, pierced. Yeah, Cole, I thought you were gonna freak out. Like it, the thing this is, is I can't even scared. imagine like where on the neck or anything. So like it's not even real. To <laughs> where me. are you picturing it? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like right here. <laughs> okay, okay. Right? Cole touched his throat. <laughs> <laughs> like Adam's apple area. I guess I'm so. picturing the back of the neck. Have people gotten the their Adam's apple pierced before? Isn't that? Oh, really cool? mate, I'm sure I want to throw is, up right like, now. Ugh, that's awful. That oh. seems awful. That sounds very. Um, that's not our lesson today. No, Brittany was correct. No. It's back of the neck. Um, yeah, the nape. So we were talking about students being heard. Do you feel like as a teenager, Dakota, mm. you were heard? 
Good question. Death not. Death not. Yeah. Were you a were you a angsty teen? Oh, for sure. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I listened to angsty? a lot of brand new. Um, here and there. Yeah. Not but consistently. You, I feel like you were probably pretty like rule follower. Well, I still did my homework. If that's what you're asking. I did my homework. <laughs> I did my homework too. Oh. Most of the time. Did well. you fight with your parents? Are you asking me or are you asking Cole? I don't know. Whoever wants the answer. <laughs> um, I fought with my dad constantly. Me, My mom and I never really fought, but with my dad all the time. What was one of the main points that it just like always comes back to this? Um, okay. So my dad, this is just is a little bit dark, but my dad, who was great and we're, we have like a great relationship now. Uh, <laughs> um, he was like really he's like really into his like uh, physical appearance um, he like you know looks great for his age and everything works out all the time um, and he made me like start working out with him when I was like in 6th grade like doing these like intense <laughs> workouts well, as a 6th grader because Cole if I just lost 10 pounds then every boy and man everywhere would be in love up your with me. skirt yeah that's what your dad wanted <laughs> your dad's like Dakota you're I'm just trying you, to get you laid you are 12 now you need to be fucking <laughs> <laughs> um you know and all that shit about he meant well and everything but that was like those were like our main fights, and then they bought me Nutrisystem in high school. What the? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they bought you yeah. a, a weight loss diet for sixty-five year old women. Yeah, sorry, that was my coughing. We were, um, we were peaking. Just some peaking. Sorry about minute twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that, guys. Um, Turn your volume down. But Nutrisystem, yeah. how'd that go? Oh my god, it was horrible. It like, sounds okay. like you just eat dirt, right? Yes, well, listen to this. We kept the, the Nutrisystem food in the garage. You didn't even need to be kept cold. <laughs> so, Is it like a shake? Ramen. No, 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 no. Well, you do have a shake in the morning. Um, oh, my God. Is this place still around, or is there a class action? I think it's still happening. No, Nutrisystem's like, de- if you watch, like, daytime TV, like, yeah. every other ad is for Nutrisystem. Marie Osment is their yes. spokesperson? Yep, 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 yep. What? I watch daytime TV. <laughs> Family Feud in the middle of the day. No, I watch Jeopardy in the middle of the day. Jeopardy's you on at seven thirty. It's on at one. What time? Oh, yeah. Really? Did you say Wheel of Fortune? What did you say? I said Family Feud. Oh, She's... Family Feud. Yeah, Family okay. Feud's a daytime. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wheel of Fortune's an evening. Family Feud and The Price Is Right. Ooh. That's at morning, ten a.m. Really? Yeah. Man, I miss that. If you guys ever need the hookup on the time slots of game shows, <laughs> I got you back. Jeopardy used to be at three, but when I moved to ABC, feet oh, pushed it back no. to one. Um, where my parents live, it's seven thirty. It's on seven thirty. Weird. I, I guess it's up to the network. I guess so. In which this case, so KTRK should be bumping Jeopardy into the primetime slot because they yeah. don't know what they got in their hands. Seven thirty is a great time to watch Jeopardy. It's right before dinner. I was watching Jeopardy with my dad. Before I... dinner? 7.30? Before dinner? <laughs> You're kind of Back on my girlfriend's side of things. Oh. I want to just add that I was just home with my visiting my parents and my dad, and I my dad loves Jeopardy. He watches it every night. Same. And so we watched it together. And my dad is now, you know how you have like the DVR? He pauses it so he can answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to like, prove he knows them before. Like, I yeah, do you know. that too. Yeah. And at first I was oh like, this is dad. This is your cheating. But then it was really fun because... You sometimes you need more time. Those people think of it so fast. Yeah, because they have it memorized. Yeah, 
And also another thing, I don't know if Jeopardy's gotten more simplistic over the years or if I just know stuff now, but the questions are like, the questions sound tricky, but it's really, the question should really just be like, name a famous woman painter. Like, I mean, it's just like... <laughs> yeah, like, nine times out of ten, if you name the most famous yeah. woman painter, you got it. Yeah, um, yeah. Everyone say it on three. One, two, three. Georgia Frida Kahlo. Curie. Oh. Marie Curie, the physicist. She painted that physics, so... Yeah. I was going to say Frida Kahlo or uh, George O'Keefe. Yeah. No, it's definitely The Frida. answer was Frida Kahlo. It, yeah, it... I think you I guess the, the, the clue should have been name a famous woman artist who's not American. And then definitely Frida Kahlo. Yeah. I feel like it's Frida no matter what because she's the only one I've heard of. <laughs> and I know nothing about Georgia painting. Georgia O'Keeffe? I've, I've, she I draws think flowers I've, that look like vaginas? I think I've heard of the name. You've definitely seen her paintings. Okay, yeah. well. If you've ever seen a vagina, you've seen her painting. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a vagina. <laughs> um, cool. So... <laughs> How old were you when you got your period? <laughs> oh, I was 11. Ooh, that's not teen years. That we're not t- <laughs> touching on that. Can't hear that today. Um, so, you're a real, uh, you had some beef with your dad. Some beef with dad. That you later fixed. Yeah. Uh, and what else was happening? Let's talk about, um, I guess, friendships. Cole, did you forget how to do the podcast? How were... How were the yeah, friends Yeah, were you popular? Times? Did you have a best friend? Yeah. Um, I did. So I had a best friend from eighth grade all the way to like freshman year of college. Oh, wow. So same best friend. Yeah. Her name was Renee. Um, oh, not Mallory? No. Okay. So Mallory's like family friend. Okay. Um, but, like, I guess Brittany just knows about some Mallory. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Mallory's her best friend. Um, yeah. Mallory's still my best friend. But Renee and I aren't really, we don't really talk anymore. But she, What's Renee's last name? Blay. Oh my god. She's Going for it. Yeah. This type of guest we, we like. We did. <laughs> no rhymes with bullshit. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a lot of really good friends in high school. Um, we we had 3,300 kids at our school. Ooh. So it's pretty big. Um, but I hung out with a lot of the like water polo players. What? Yeah. The soccer. I mean, I grew up in California. Oh, enough said. Yeah. Um, Water polo was our football. Our football team sucked. Um, And then, like, a lot of the student body people. Those were, like, my crew. Um, Were you a member of any club or team? Yeah. So I was in the Black Student Union, um, which, looking back... Not sure how to feel about it. Like (laughs) the listeners, Dakota is not black. (laughs) I'm not. Um, And then I was, I was, I played varsity golf all four years of high school, which is like a very weird. weird. Uh, (laughs) Any success in the golf area? Yeah, um, I was pretty good. I was like one of the the better people on the team. Do you still play golf? You go to Top Golf? No, I've never been to Top Golf. I actually haven't played golf since high school. I hate golf, but I love. Golf carts. Golf carts are the best. <laughs> That's the reason I got into it. <laughs> my, my grandparents, um, they lived on a golf course when I was growing up. And they, what? And, yeah, and they still do. And um, yeah. I'm just imagining right in the middle of the golf course is their Yeah, house. they live in, inside the hole. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. Down into it. And we would, we would drive the golf cart everywhere. One time my cousin jumped out of the golf cart while it was moving. Pretty oh. fun. Onto the golf grass? Yeah. That's not that bad. Golf grass? The golf grass. The golf That's grass. what you call it. I think it's called the green. Is that right? 
The green, yeah. If it's green, what if you're on a blue golf course? Um, cool, Brittany. <laughs> uh, we're talking about your friends. So, so oh, what, was would, what was the in... typical uh, hangout? Stitch? I forget all the things we ask. We don't write anything down. I forget how to do the podcast. Yeah, we got we ask about... Oh, yeah. Uh, for, for, yeah. Uh, this is a segment we call Detention. You ever have Detention, Dakota? <laughs> oh, yes. Um, yeah. Also, another thing that she should definitely talk about is Dakota uh, runs Detention at school a lot of the time. Oh. So like, okay. So my, let's start with how you got Detention. My okay. favorite thing about her running Detention is like, one time a kid looked her in the eyes and stared her in the eyes while he ate a blue crayon. And when she asked him why he did it, he said, because I was hungry. <laughs> Dead eyes. So you ever yeah. do that? <laughs> well, that's how I got my first attention was eating a crayon. Dead eyed at a teacher. Um, I usually would get detention for talking, and then like because I was mad that they interrupted my conversation, I would be extremely disrespectful and get into like a verbal joust wow. uh, with the teacher. Specifically my my tenth grade chemistry teacher, Mr. Nelson, who hated First name? Me. Bill? Bill Nelson. Bill Nelson. Bill Nelson. Rest he's in probably peace. he's probably dead. Yeah, he's probably dead. <laughs> Definitely dead. Um yeah, I I would get in trouble. I mean, my friend and I would, like, sing in the middle of his class. Oh, my God. If we were, I mean, at that point, we were just, like, we hated him back. Mm-hmm. And so we just wanted to make his life a hell. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's why you can't let anyone. You can't let anyone you know, do that. He should never you, have let me talk you, back to him. Well, you yeah. can't let a kid know you don't like them. And, in fact, you have to learn to like them. Because if they know you don't like them, then they will be like, well, they don't like me, so I'm going to fuck up yeah. your life. Yep. It's so, oh my God, so much Wow, yes. that makes so much sense, though. Yeah, I know. You can't It's good for like your, the teacher's mental health, too, because they can find the goodness in everyone, right? Yeah, you have oh, to. Oh, yeah, you have you to. You have to. There's kids who will just, like, trigger you, like, I just, like, don't like that kid's face. I don't like how he looks at me. I don't like how he doesn't cry. I know cry. exactly what you're talking about. I don't like his face. And, and I just, like, I make a point to every day, like, have a positive interaction with him. Otherwise, is he a good kid? You just don't like his face. I think he's a good kid. He's like, fine, but yeah. he he like kind of um, he like won't try. He'll be like, I don't know, I'm not like he just like won't do it until you sit next to him and you're like, can you please start doing this? And I'm like, yeah, I guess. And then it's pretty good. He's not good. I hate him too. So Dakota, uh, <laughs> verbal altercations would get you into detention yes. most of the time, or yeah, yeah. Was this mostly from Bill? Mostly from Bill. Yeah, mostly from Bill. And the weird thing was, like, when I was in high school, when you got detention, you had to stay after with that specific teacher. So there was, oh. like, central detention. So the teacher's, like, so screwing themselves, yeah, too. Yeah, no incentive to give detention. Exactly. But Mr. Nelson hated me so much he that wanted he was like, to. I'll stay after oh school for this God. bitch. Um, and then I, I think I got in trouble once. Oh, yeah, I got in... This is dumb, but like I got into another verbal altercation with the front office people because. How does that happen? What do they do? Well, this is we're really gonna get into it because a senior year of high school, I broke both my feet. Oh um, yeah. So play golf from a wheelchair. <laughs> well, yeah. So I drove it's myself like to school. 
Wait, Wa- no, that's polo. Never mind. What <laughs> is water polo? Water polo is like essentially volleyball in a pool. Yeah. But then you like can beat people up. Polo. Exactly. I was, okay, you I watch was water thinking... polo on the Olympics, especially like the female one. I don't know what it is. They like try to drown oh, each yeah. other. Yeah. I fr- I have anxiety watching that, it's but crazy. it's also very cool. It's well, crazy. I was thinking of polo. I was thinking on of her playing yeah. in her. I was thinking of her playing golf in her wheelchair, like polo, <laughs> not water polo. Uh, well, at that point, she could probably still ride a horse with two broken feet, right? <laughs> So, um, so uh, how this happened? So, how did I break my feet? No, like what the verbal altercation. Oh, okay. So. I could care less about you. <laughs> and I appreciate that about you, Cole. <laughs> um, um, my parents were like, "Well, you know, we understand you broke your feet, and now you're in a wheelchair, but." You gotta drive yourself to school. <laughs> so, what? yeah, they're like, we don't, we can't, you know, we don't have the time. Okay, how did you break your feet? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my house had these really steep wooden stairs, and they like, they kind of curved in the middle, um, like Harry Potter stairs. You know how they like switch? Um, and I would just like constantly run up and down the stairs with stuff in my hands. My mom would always yell at me because she's like, you're going to fall. Um, but when you're a teen, you're invincible. You know, nothing bad can happen to you. Except you can break both your feet. Except you can break both your feet. So I'm walking down the stairs, kind of running with like a blanket draped over my arm and my laptop in the other. And I trip over the blanket and I'm like trying to save the laptop. So I break my foot and (laughs) I, I never broken a bone before. Um, and I'm like, this is different from all the times I've sprained my ankles. This really hurts. My parents are like, well, just walk it off. So I was like, well, I guess I got to walk it off. But after like two days, I was like, this is like not subsiding. So they <laughs> took me to the doctor and the doctor's like, well, it's the weekend. So we have to wait until Monday to get the x-rays back. So we'll wrap you in an AIDS bandage. Just be careful. So I went home and the next morning, um, home alone and I'm walking up the stairs um, and on the second stair, and she my... put um, aftershave on her face. Yeah, <laughs> and went. Uh... Ah! Yeah. Um... <laughs> Is that what you're gonna say? No. <laughs> um, so did you a... know I was gonna say it? I-, I thought about the movie Home Alone. I did too as soon as I said it. <laughs> um, I I'm on the second step, and my ace bandage comes unraveled, and I trip on the ace bandage. <laughs> And I break the other foot. Now, here's what's really crazy. Yeah, I'm not even to the craziest part. I, uh, you know, got to wait till Monday to go to the doctor. So then, you know, I have to choose which foot hurts less. And it's the first one. So I'm like, well, walk on that one, I guess. Excruciating pain. Like, do not recommend. It's awful. Um, but my parents were still in the walk it off camp, so. <laughs> Your dad had a whole exercise routine yeah, oh, yeah. waiting for yeah. you to go. You can He's still like... lift weights if your feet hurt. Um, so, <laughs> and my steady diet of broccoli for breakfast wasn't, wasn't giving me the protein I needed. <laughs> uh, so... The dust you were eating from the nutrients. That's probably, honestly, your bones were probably so weak from eating that nutrisystem. But at least they were small. Oh my God. Um, So so then I go to the doctor and he's like, well, um, so originally, you know, just the second one had been broken, but since you had to walk on the other one, it was so weak, it snapped. Um, And I I had mirror fractures on both feet, so the same exact spot. 
And he said in his 20 years, he had never seen anything like it. So I felt pretty special <laughs> um, <laughs> for the first time ever. And <laughs> and he, I was like, well, I'm trying to be optimistic. It was like, I'll, I'll uh, get a cast. This will be pretty cool. Like, my friends can sign my cast. <laughs> and he was like, you can't cast two feet you'll just like topple over (laughs) so I was like okay so what's the alternative never thinking wheelchair and he's like you're gonna have to be in a wheelchair so then I'm like hmm it's kind of hard to spin this positively you know Mm -hmm. Uh, I know you're thinking wheelchair pun with spin but (laughs) not at all there's there's not I've tried there's not a good way to go there Um, so So the first thing you did was immediately think of all the wheelchair wheelchair puns yeah um, so I had to drive myself to school. So I had that was little like boots on my feet and I get out of the car once I get to school and I, uh, <laughs> I pull my wheelchair out of the trunk, <laughs> sort of hop right in, <laughs> wheel my way up to the front office. Um, and I'm like, here's my pass. Like I've been gone for, for a day or two and here's my pass to come back. Um, and here's a doctor's note about my wheelchair. And they're like, well, you can't have a wheelchair here. So then I'm like, why not? There's other kids with wheelchairs here. So why can't I have mine? Um, and they were like, you, it takes three months to get approval to have a wheelchair because you're a danger to other people. Um, so then I got into a little bit of a yelling match with them. And then I had to wheel myself back to my car and go home for the next six weeks. Uh, <laughs> I missed six weeks of my senior year of high school. <laughs> Whoops. And you still graduated. I still graduated. My teachers were very understanding. Um, Not Mr. That was sophomore year. Yeah, Mr. Nelson was sophomore year. This was senior year. So, Mr. Nelson couldn't see you graduate. Couldn't let it go. (laughs) (laughs) He probably pushed you down the stairs. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So you said uh, when the doctor said he saw that, it's the first time he felt special. Was that a joke or... How special were you feeling during high school? No, um, I I guess I felt special sometimes. (laughs) I felt special sometimes. Like, um, let's see. I was business manager of yearbook. My teacher, who was an English teacher and the yearbook teacher, I really liked her and, like, wanted her approval a lot because she was really cool and smart. Um, But she made me business manager, which I was like, ooh, that means, like, she trusts me and I'm Mm -hmm. responsible. Um, although looking back, like business managers were put, put in a separate room from the rest of the year. <laughs> so I almost feel like maybe she just didn't want her in the room. <laughs> She's oh. like, she talks too much. So let's put her over there in that oh dark room. God. Oh my God. Yeah. You felt special though. That's all that I matters. I did yeah. feel special. So it doesn't matter what I now feel in my adult years. <laughs> no, now it doesn't matter. <laughs> Did you go to prom or anything? Did you have any romance? Was there any longing? Um, it's a yeah. Back to another episode. So <laughs> I went to prom four years in a row, which was whoa. Yeah, horrible. Um, Were you allowed to go, or you went with an upperclassman? Um, I went with an upperclassman. Whoa. Yeah. Is, um, was prom at your school for juniors and seniors, or just seniors? Yes, juniors okay. and seniors. This happens more often than I would think. Yeah, I thought was it was yours prom. only for seniors? Mine was only for seniors. Ours I thought all proms were only for seniors. No, ours was juniors and seniors. Yeah. Weird. That yeah. is weird. But, yeah. But um, you could go if you were the yes. date. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. An older. You'd yeah. be eight years old as long as you got a date. <laughs> you can walk through those doors. <laughs> oh, gross. 
Um, okay, so I had a boyfriend, like, the first two years, um, and he was horrible. He's, like, a bad person. Um, but then, when I was a, a junior and I was single, um, I was taking pre-cal, and I was like, oh, this class is too hard, so I want to drop it. But I really liked the teacher, and I had a crush on this boy in the class. Um, actually, like, on a couple boys in that class. And I was like, I don't want to, like, leave the class, you know, like, this is a cool class. So I was like, I'll just become the teacher's assistant for the class so I could stay in it. Mm-hmm. And so I stayed in the class, and then, like, I would change their grades. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I would, like, my, oh God. my God. Because, <laughs> like, we were the teachers. You would change the people that you liked grades? Yeah, or? and I would, like, like we would have, like, a joke about it where I'd be like, oh, yeah, like, I changed your grade, you know? Oh, my and God. Like, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So, I don't know. Wow. If Never Ms. got Jaggers caught. is listening. What were these like drastic grade changes or just like going from B plus to A minus? They were pretty drastic. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. They were not like how did the teacher not notice? Were these I like mean, multiple points? Honestly, I don't tests? think I would notice. Well, so I was doing all the grading. So like she never touched the grade book, so she didn't even know like that that kid normally got a D or whatever and is now getting A's. So That's like pretty like you kind of have to know what your kids are making. That's like a big part of teaching. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know why they let us do that. She was a really, like, cool, good teacher, but I think they just, like, trusted. Wow. Yeah, a little too much, and I was like, mm-hmm. So were these, like, uh, like what what's it called? Short answer stuff like that, where you would have to change the handwriting, or were you just changing, like, B to A stuff like that? Well, Scantron? It, mostly it was, like, um... I could just get away with like not even. Oh, know. you just changed the entry. I just in changed general. the entry because I would have to pass the grades back to the kids, so it didn't really matter like oh, okay. what I put on there because she would never see it. Yeah, she'd never see what was actually put yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Did she well, know computers? Or? Um, I mean, I'm sure at like a base level, but like everything was pretty like archaic. Gotcha. Still is. Yeah, still is. Still is. Yeah. Whoa. So Bilal, that's his name. That's the one I remember. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So you dated, did you date someone from the, your pre-calculus class? No. I, because I've always been like, I think I'm being really overt in my flirting, but I'm like very, very subtle, too mm-hmm. subtle. Um, and I'll never make the first move, which is like. So how'd you get invited to prom? Um, I was like cooler <laughs> than other girls, you know? No, uh, that was like the the best line though. Guys was it really a romantic date, or they just wanted to go with someone fun? So the my first one was. I always was invited because I was fun. To be clear, I feel like they probably had a crush on you though. Yeah, but it was like let's go because you're fun. That's what they told you because they didn't want to be like, they didn't want you to know, you know. Well, they want to like see where they the never night wanted went. me to know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my first prom date was, it was like a friend thing, but then I found out that he liked me, but then during the middle of prom, he actually didn't like me. Um, he, yeah, he was trying to like me so as not to be gay, but then he told me, he came out to me during our freshman, my freshman year of prom. I know it was, and I did not, I was, I bet you were a safe person to come out to. 
Um. <laughs> oh no. Like, oh no. Like now. Oh yeah, you were super religious. I was super religious. Oh, another fun fact that we just haven't even talked about is that Dakota was a member of the like Republican Society or something oh, like that. Oh yeah, Young Republicans Club. Yeah. yeah. So you were like, what were what form of Christianity were you? Um, <clears throat> Church of Christ. So like okay. non-denominational Church of Christ. Uh, my parents, the same ones that bought me Nutrisystem, are. <laughs> Were and still are preachers in the in that church, yeah. Like two, their preachers they have their own churches separately, or no, 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 no <laughs> okay. they do it together. Okay. They do it together, yeah. They're, so they teach at the same exact time as a team. Um, sometimes, but like wow, Cole, what? I don't know how much you know about the Church of Christ. Uh, no. Okay, so <laughs> it's changing a little bit now, but like pretty much until like this year. Women, and even it's still in some churches of Christ, women are like not allowed to speak on stage when men are in the room. So, so like, she was the female pastor for females only. That sounds exactly yeah. like the Handmaid's Tale. It's like <laughs> exactly <laughs> like, like the if she, that is an exact episode of the Handmaid's Tale. If there were men in the room, like this is what has to happen. Um, if there are men in the room and like. You want to have like a woman talk up there, like what she has to do is like go. She goes up and she's like, they have to hold their penises so they don't get. Yeah, right. they gotta, they gotta like squeeze them real tight. Um, <laughs> and and uh, I mean that's the the thinking behind it is that they're gonna get aroused. I think or be subverted. Well, no, I think it's more that like, what psycho shit is a woman gonna say because yeah. she's dumb. And like, right? She will. She's a witch, and she'll misinterpret. Right. Well, that's God's true. word. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But you have to go up if you're gonna speak in a, in a room where there's men, and you have to be like, okay, I'm gonna speak to the ladies, and all the ladies are like, ooh, and then the men just like sort of get on their phones or like just like tune out because like they shouldn't hear what the women have to say. Wow. So what when, did they do before phones? They just. I guess they just like held their dicks. Yeah, held their dicks real tight, <laughs> and they plugged e- they plugged each other's ears with their penises. They would get into like that. Big... Wait, everyone only has one penis, so like. Well, it's like uh, I guess I guess you would need two, an even number of people per per head, or you'd need an odd number. I don't know. Two this dicks has gone per head. Anyway, weird. yeah. Um, but so Church of Christ. So when he came out to me, I was like. I was like, I had other friends who were gay at school, but I was still in the back of my mind. It's like, gotta save them, you know? So, wild. yeah, wild, right? Uh, so, with him, I was like, I didn't know how to handle it. So, I just like was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And like, I, we didn't talk for three months. <gasps> I know, isn't that horrible? It's very shameful. We're friends now, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's doing great. And he knows that later. you didn't mean it. Or... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're like, same page. He's really, really successful composer. Wow. Yeah, he's super cool. He's doing really well. Yeah. What was his yeah. name? <laughs> Do you think he'll listen to this podcast? I'm perhaps probably not going to say What is his what name rhyme with? with? Um, Laniel. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. Shout out to Laniel, living in truth. Um, so... But okay, so we know stuff you've we know stuff you've gotten caught doing 
Uh, were, were there ever any times where like, like where I didn't po- get caught? Uh, yeah, you didn't get caught, or like police grabbed you, or like oh you, you were up to no good with your friend sure. breaking into somewhere. I don't know. Like, yeah, I have a couple of those. So, um, the we had a where I lived in Riverside, California, um, during high school. We were really popular for our oranges, our orange groves and stuff. So, um, our school backed right up to a huge orange grove. Um, and everyone would smoke weed in the orange grove. So yeah, you'd either be like in your car, like close to the orange, because the smell would get mostly covered up. When did you stop being like really intense Republican Christian? <laughs> like you would smoke weed while still being Republican. <laughs> yeah. How so does like, that work? so later in high school, I was like, the veil kind of started to to lift a little bit, and I would go through waves of being like, oh, I just gotta like confess my sin and like I won't be this way anymore you know for like a couple years mm-hmm. even like into college yeah um but I wasn't a Republican anymore like that I left that like senior year of high school I was like fuck that shit yeah what um, up green party yeah <laughs> yep um but still religious in college a little bit um but I was like you know obviously I had this like other life that was like my school friends versus like church friends mm-hmm. you know so weed in the oranges yeah yeah so um smoking weed in the orange grove never got caught i only did that once because i was like like what a rush yeah and like i was really sure that i would get caught and like that would to me at that time that would be the worst thing ever was that my parents would know i was smoking weed mm-hmm. um then you would get the munchies and you'd eat so many systems. <laughs> i'd eat us they'd, out of they'd notice yeah that all the nutrisystem was gone yeah um this is supposed to last you 10 years to come <laughs> your parents come home and they're just like dust <laughs> all over your face you dust <laughs> Like cardboard boxes everywhere because that's what the food came in. Um, so there's one time my parents gave me like weirdly a lot of freedom. They like really trusted me, um, and I hope they Big never mistake. yeah they never hear this because well also when I was 14 I got baptized I had to like confess all my sins to my parents like they made me confess. what yeah my parents didn't make me but like the people that were like um, like. It's called studying the Bible with me. They were like, you know, you have to tell your parents everything you've ever done. Um, so, I feel like I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you write a list. You spend time writing. Mine was like six pages long, front and back. Um, <laughs> I would have just like made up some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I was like really in it at that time. So I was like, this is what I got to do. So I told them everything. Oh, no. So I think at that point they're like, there's no reason not to trust her. Like she's told us everything, right? Oh my um, God. Like. I mean, that's the opposite of teaching children healthy boundaries. Like at that, oh, yeah. at that age, you're supposed to be like separating from your parents, yeah. not telling them literally everything them you've everything. ever done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh no! But now I have like a thing where like I always want to tell them everything. Like exactly. So that was a huge detriment. It was not good. Yeah. Your psychological um, well being. But they trusted me a lot, so they would like let me kind of like roam around and do whatever. Um, and one day I remember being gone for like two days. Yeah, I was gone for like two days from my house. My parents like never called me. And my friends were like, because I like texted them. I was like, I'm at this person's house. And they just like never checked up on me. But I remember my other friends, like their parents would call them like every hour to be like, where are you? And my parents were just like, we trust her. Like, she's fine. And I had a sleepover with like a bunch of boys. Scandalous. Yeah. 
Ooh. Yeah. Now they know. Yeah. My parents probably know now, but, you know. Well, they're listening to this podcast right now. Back so. then, no, no, no. They definitely know. Yeah. So where do the cops come in? So <laughs> I used to also have a thing um, about trespassing, which I do not at all do anymore. Um, I was really into trespassing. Mm-hmm. At the time, I was like very small child. Just trespassing anywhere. Houses. Maybe. Just straight <laughs> people's houses? People's houses. Or like their backyards? Or would you go into No, the... like houses. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cole's going to um, wake you'd up. You'd wander into my yeah. home. Cole yeah. wakes up in the middle of the night and Dakota's just standing over his bed. <laughs> I haven't done like a like a person's house in since I was like in middle school, but like still in high school do like abandoned houses with my mm. friends, you know, yeah. like, or like houses that were being built. You just yeah. like a house out. being built is very fun to go into. Oh my God. So fun. So creepy. Um, but we went, uh, this person had this like large plot of land and there was like a rumor that there was, the people that lived there before were murdered in the house and like, you know, it's like a ghost story. So mm-hmm. my friends and I were like, let's go hop the fence and like, see if we can like see inside this like murder house. Um, and so we hopped the fence and, and then they had a dog inside the fence we didn't see. And so the dog was like chasing us and like tripped the alarm and the police came, but we were like it was dark, so we, like, hid in, like, brush, just, like, waiting for the police. But you heard the police. Yes, yes. It was terrifying. I was, like, certain. God. You couldn't I'm, just hop the fence and get out of there? or um, No, because, like, it was going to... We felt like we were going to be seen if we did that, so we just, like, hid in some brush and then, like, waited mm. until... Yeah, because we had to hide from the dog, too. We thought the dog was going to maul us. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. I was being in that brush. Um, it hurt. It was not comfortable. You guys know those bushes with like pointy leaves? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Hate those yeah. so much. We had one of those yes. in front of our house. Oh, we still awful. do. And so, like, when you what gotta rake up the leaves and grab them and put them in trash, oh, like, it hurts your hands. Hurts my little yeah, hands. and then when you try to hide in those bushes for like hide and seek or whatever. Yeah, or from, like from the police. From the police. Or from the yeah. police. Um, cool. So, we're about to do a, a learning segment, but real quick. We want to do our favorite, our favorite little, what are you doing? Is that <laughs> what you're asking? I don't know which one you're asking. Oh, okay. I got two things. Pop-tarts <laughs> or toaster strudels? Uh, tarts all the way. Oh, screw you. Uh, so, uh, okay. And, and, and uh, also, how are you staying safe, bud? How are you choosing to stay safe in this world? It uh, sounds like you were a big risk taker. Yeah, back then. As a child. So, yeah. What are you doing now to just... To like Stay. keep my my wild instincts at bay, or to keep myself safe while I indulge my wild instincts. I mean, either one, either honestly. Either one. Just like, how you you know, in a world full of danger, fright and danger. Spook. How are you? Well, I watch and listen to a lot of like true crime or like made up crime shows. Yeah. So you don't commit crime. So I don't. It keeps that. And so that you're crime aware demon. of the. Type of crimes that could happen. Yes, and so I'm aware of like tactics people use tactics. Um, a couple weeks ago, I went to the movies at that um, that Edwards Marquee. You mm-hmm. know where we saw mid '90s, and you yeah. know how big that parking lot is, and like how far removed it is it can be from the actual theater. Mm-hmm. I was walking by myself. I had just seen The Prodigy, horrible movie, <laughs> which I should have known going into it, but you know, um, I was hoping for the best. And it was like 11 something. So it was really dark. And I'm getting closer to my car, and this guy's like, um, hey, can I ask you a question? And I'm like, uh, sure. And he's like, 
Um, how I'm thinking about driving to San Antonio tonight. How long is that going to take me? And instantly I'm like, oh, Ted Bundy, ruse, got to get out of here. Like, yeah. this guy isn't – who asked that question? Like, you don't have a phone? So then I was like three hours and I just like stormed off to my car. And he like watched me all the way till I got <gasps> in my car. And then as I drove like back around, um, he like lifted his the hood of his car up. And so I think he was trying to like see if he could catch somebody else by being like, I, my car. I mean, that could all be in my extremely paranoid head. No, you're right, to kill me. But like, He's yeah. probably wanting to. Yes. Oh my god. So then I was oh like, my oh my gosh, what if this information could be valuable to the police? Uh, but then I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call them and say like, this guy's scared. He creeped me out. No. <laughs> so then I instead went on the the Houston website for unsolved murders and kidnappings, and I read for two hours about like all these different oh unsolved murders and kidnappings, which was not a great. Do you have a lot of anxiety? I have a lot of anxiety. And I also was like, <laughs> my mom like introduced me to true crime when I was like, I don't know, like nine or something mm. like that. So like, I've been for a long time known that there are many, many bad people in the world who like want to hurt Ooh. other people. Yeah, my parents got me into uh, 24 when I was like 11. Oh and there's like oh season God. two or three is about uh, it's pretty violent, like, this isn't it? crazy like virus that like takes over the... Or like oh that, that they're like, that these people are like released into one building and it's like on Jesus. lockdown and all these people are like slowly dying. And I'm just like, that's all it takes. This is just one mass <laughs> release and we all die. Oh my God. That was also the same time I first saw Titanic. And those two things were the things I first, I like truly thought about death and it, it, it shook me up for a while. Of course it did. Those are those are yeah. awful. But then I got into NCIS and Criminal Minds. And oh, it Criminal was, Minds is the best. Yeah, that was my bounce back. Yeah, Criminal oh Minds is so God. great. Yeah. I was more of just an Unsolved Mysteries kind of gal. Yeah, unsolved Mysteries that's too scary cool for too. me. I mean, like, I feel like Criminal Minds is less scary. Yeah, than Unsolved and Rescue 911. Do you guys ever watch Rescue 911? You're a little too young for Rescue 911. Um, What's the age difference between you two? Is that weird? To Ten ask? years. No. Yeah, I'm 25. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm like, nine years. a million. Nine years. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nine years. Wait, how old am I? Am I? You're 34. I'm 34. You'll be 35 this year. Damn. Yeah. I thought I was 33. You know how you're supposed to be 35 uh, to be president? Yeah. Uh, if you divide Brittany by 35, you'd get 400 presidents. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. That's enough for my joke gallery. Right. Uh, do you uh, want to take a break or keep going? Can we take a break so I can get this yeah. play off my hands? We'll be yeah. right back, guys. Uh, do we all want to smooch the camera? Camera, microphone. Whoa, 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 welcome back. <laughs> I just wanted to do that because I knew that Cole would get really upset about it. We were the only ones that were gone. They probably not missed a beat. Yeah, I know. So, still chugging along. Uh, Can you put in a pause so when I say that it feels like they had to wait? I'll think about it. They had to um, wait. So... <laughs> We're coming up on Brittany and I's favorite segment of the pod. It's Steady Hall. I'm so glad we got to say it again. Oh, we Yay. could have said it not on the podcast anytime we want. Um, <laughs> we don't have to set all this up. Um, cool. So what do you? what's on the docket today, Dakota? Okay, so today I have... What's our objective? Our objective is to be able to students will be able yell to. the story at somebody else over loud music while drinking at a party. Okay. Because it's, th- it's that good. It's a party story. It's a party story. Okay. Um, this is the Galapagos Affair. 
Okay. Do you guys know about this? No. no. Okay, I want to hear what you think. It's about. I just want the listeners to know there's a PowerPoint. Is this going to be like a 30-minute lesson? No, 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 no. <laughs> I just like, this story is so fucking wild. I felt like you guys had to have pictures. She made a PowerPoint. You have to see them. Yeah. Okay. We'll try to visualize it as much as possible. Yeah. It'll also be yeah. up on our uh, Patreon, on our yep. third tier. <laughs> yep. If you drop 400 a month, you get to see this information. And you'll also get a video message of Brittany and I. Uh, uh, every morning. Every morning. Up. to wake you up <laughs> um i think i want to guess that because you are so into murder i'm gonna guess the galapagos affair has to do with murder uh-huh. it also says a series of fucking crazy events one after another on a previously untouched island so i think that someone took people there well darwin went there first right Was- he went to the galapagos islands i don't know that he was specifically at the island of floriana so Ooh, you're telling me darwin was a murderer I don't know. What I'm saying is, <laughs> is after he went there and popularized it, a bunch of other type of explorers like went out to these islands, and then they sort of like, I guess maybe got shipwrecked or crazy or something, and killed each other. Cole, you are so close. Okay, tell me about it. Okay, so this is this is the Galapagos Fair, and I have notes just in case. Like, I don't want to leave out there. Okay, if you're really interested, there is a documentary called The Galapagos Affair. Satan came to Eden, and I what? think it's on Netflix. On Netflix, um, Def watch that; it's really good. So I'm gonna set the scene for us first. Um, we are in the 1930s, and we're gonna be on the island of Floriana, which is one of the Galapagos Islands. Um, the Galapagos Islands are owned by Ecuador, I think. Still, yes. At that time, were and um, Ecuador needed some some cash, and so they're like, let's open up some of these islands for people to buy property here, and they like really wanted. Um, Europeans to buy property there because the U.S. was in such like financial shit that they knew like Americans. This is in the 1930s. Okay. Yeah, they're like Americans are not going to be able to afford this, so they like mm-hmm. marketed it towards Europeans. Um, so then there's this. Are they German... looking for like a private buyer or like? Um, like a Johnny I think... Depp situation. Johnny I... Depp owns an island. They they were open to like people buying smaller lots and like just like living with their families, but they were also open to um, like commercial properties. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, so there's, then there's this German doctor. He, it's kind of unclear because depending on where you read, it'll say like, he's just a doctor and we don't know if he's like a PhD doctor or a medical doctor, but then there's other articles that will say he's a, he was a dentist. So I'm just going to go with the fact that Frederick Ritter was a dentist. So we're going to call him Dr. Ritter or just Ritter. Um, and he was like such a douchebag. I mean, Brittany, this is every guy you've ever dated in your 20s. Oh. Um, and 30s. That's, yeah, well, it's not a jab at you, but it's like the thing you do where you're like, this guy is into Nietzsche and he's, he's a raw food <laughs> Me vegan. Me specifically? Well, just like, just people like us who are like I'm into. I'm like, I see a picture of a guy on like a study about hipsters and I'm like, is that my ex-boyfriend? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So he's like, he's this dentist and he's like super into Nietzsche and he's like, thinks that he's like fucking smarter than everybody else and that he's like tapped into something that nobody knows about and he's like mind over matter and shit and he's like I if think we I'm all... actually this guy. You might be this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um and he's like everyone needs to be a raw food vegan. Um and so he continues with his dental practice but he's like looking for a way out of his life in Germany. Um and he meets his patient whose name is Dora Strouch. Dora is so Ritter is 43 and Dora is 28 at this time. Um, they're both like married to separate people, but he like, he starts to like kind of like Dora and he woos her because she's like, 
she has MS. She's just been diagnosed with MS. Mm. Horrible. And all her doctors and her family members are like, well, you're fucked. Like, you're basically going to be like an invalid and nobody cares about you. So she's like this bored housewife with MS and everyone's like telling her she's not worth shit. So then this guy Ritter's like, have you heard of Nietzsche? Have you heard of raw food veganism? Um, because have I got a story for you? You can outthink your way of MS. Like you, you just like oh no. try hard. Try take Nutrisystem. In your brain. <laughs> if you eat Nutrisystem, you can overcome your MS and like fuck oh, everyone in your life. Fuck your doctors walk who are off. like yeah, who <laughs> walk it off, who don't believe in you. Um, great callback, Brittany. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and and he's like. We can, like, get through this. Like, we should be together. And I heard about this island of Floriana. Nobody lives there. It's going to be, like, this luxury life. We're going to just, like, fucking chill and live this life of contemplation and philosophical, I don't know, like, music, Could they, I guess. Could this guy afford the island? Um, I think it was, like... Do you have that Johnny Depp money? Okay, here's what I kind of understand. Because with the way that the events later happen... It seems like he just was like, let's just go there and just kind of see what happens. And I don't think Ecuador had like a close eye on these islands. I think okay. they were just kind of like, let's see what happens if people buy them. But I think he just kind of like went there. So she's like, yeah, like I'm going to go with this dude. We're going to live on this island. It's going to be great. So they tell their, their spouses like, take care of each other, which is so fucked. Because like, imagine being in a room with like these, this random couple. And then all of a sudden your wife is like, hey here's your new wife. Go ahead and be happy because me and Ritter are leaving. We're going to go together and I'm going to think like my way out of you're going to get left, it's nice to it's, be it, left It was set, set you up. You it know? was kind of a nice thought. So, <laughs> so here's like what Dora is imagining. She's like imagining, this is, these are two photos. Paradise. Of like pictures of paradise. Yeah. yeah. Specifically like lush islands. Lots of uh-huh. green, um, beautiful clear water, sandy beaches. She's just going to sit around. They're going to think about Nietzsche and, like, fuck each other, right? That's, yeah. like, what's going to happen. Okay, so Dr. Ritter was also obsessed with, uh, or he was into obsessive mastication. So that's basically, like... Chewing? Yeah, obsessive chewing. So he would, like, chew his food, like, 40 times a bite. Yeah, crazy. Which I guess if you're, like, only eating raw foods, like, you have so to much do. fiber, like, yeah. you have to do that. But he is, like... He's like, hey, you know, like, we're not going to have dentists on the island, so um, my teeth are kind of fucked, so I'm going to just go ahead and yank them all out before we go. <gasps> so he pulls out all of his teeth and uses stainless steel dentures. I mean, surely at this point, Dora's like, oh, shit. Steel dentures? <laughs> I'm guy, imagining, like, silver teeth. Yo, like, literally, like, wow. stainless steel dentures. I mean... I just went to the dentist and found I need five crowns, so <laughs> I need to get this guy's steel dentures. I think, Brittany, I number. feel like you guys would have been a really good match. I feel like I am this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, she, you know, I, I mean, at that point, wouldn't she be like, I thought this guy was, like, super cool and he was into Nietzsche, and now I'm like, oh, fuck, he just ripped out all his teeth. Yeah, like, that's the sign, but you're in too deep. But she's in too deep because she's already told her husband, like, and the, the dude's wife, like, take care of each other. So they move to the island, and when they get there, he's like, you know what? Um, I'm going to do you a favor and I'm going to yank out all your teeth as well. So she's like, mm, don't love it, but okay, I guess. And he yanks out all her fucking teeth. So while they're doing this obsessive mastication, they have to share the one pair of no. stainless steel dentures. So they are, they are sharing the dentures. Um, and so she gets her teeth ripped out on this island. So this is what they actually show up to. It's like barren. 
It's like really rocky. Um, it's not. It's not the it's paradise. Got a cactus. It's that also, is a cactus. The first photos were in color. This one's in black. <laughs> black and white. Okay, because I had this to be called 1930s Floriana. Floriana now is like very beautiful, but like back then it sucked. Um, and so they're like, shit, like we have to put in all this work now. We thought this was going to be like this like island of luxury. And now we're like, we're living in this like. Is that them? That's them. So that's Whoa. that's Friedrich there on the left. Um, and then that's Dora. So significant age difference. Also like they have no fucking teeth. And they're swapping stainless steel dentures oh, so no. they can each eat their food. I feel like Dora has the teeth in right now. How do you talk? Because <laughs> Ritter's mouth is kind uh, of His mouth looks teethless. In. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he, like, no surprise turned out to be a total dick. He's, like, always mad at Dora for her MS. And he's like, <laughs> you're not working hard enough. You're weak. And I hate you. And so she, like, writes this letter back to her family and is like, I can find no kindness in him. So now I have, like, my only friend is a donkey. So she has, like, this donkey. It's really sad. She, like, befriends this donkey, and that's, like, her friend because he's, like, such a fucking bitch that he's always, like, stop. Why can't you outthink your way of this MS? Which is crazy. Meanwhile, people that they're writing letters to are, like, imagining them on this lush island. They're, like, oh, my God. Like, they're they're living this, like, beautiful life. And they become famous, like, overseas. So everyone's, like, glamorizing their lives. So then people are starting to find out about Floriana. They're, like, we want to go there, too. We want to, like, live this nice life. So enter the Whitmer family. This is them. Um, they're German as well. They, when they got to the island, Margaret, the, the mother, she was pregnant with that baby and ended up having the baby on the island. But they also had a 14-year-old son who was kind of ill. Um, and they're like, if we go to this island, like maybe he can get some fresh air and like he can, we can live a slower-paced life and he'll be healthy like on this island. But then they get there and they're like, shit, this is not the paradise we expected. Mm-hmm. And this is a lot of work. It's hard work, but they're like, we're just going to tough it out because we're already here. Um, they're just like pretty, I mean, it's weird to like move to an island like that that you know nothing about. But overall, they're like pretty normal, nice people. They're not horrible like the doctor. So then we have, I'm, I'm trying to speed this up, but like if you want to hear more How about it. How many more pages are there? There's just <laughs> one and a half. It's just like, yeah. Um, so this is the the Baroness and her two lovers that she brings to the island with her. She's from Austria. Um, this is Rudolf Lorenz up at the top. He's the blonde one, the skinnier one. And then the like more hunky one is um, Robert Phillipson. And Robert's her favorite. Um, well, but, uh, hunky, I think, is maybe a bit over. Exactly. Well, <laughs> hunky for the 30s. Or... Hunky for the 30s, hunky for a fucking psycho. So yeah. like, you know, he's not psycho because they're in this like polygamous relationship this polyamorous relationship it's beautiful it's like she's badass in some ways but she's also fucking nuts she's always carrying around a whip and an ivory handled gun like all the time and she's like usually either naked or in like an outfit like this where you can it's just like a mesh cloth and you can like fully see her boobs um yeah so she's like living the island life um and and she's like i came here because i want to build a a luxury hotel here for um, rich Americans to come stay at. So she's like, she's going to cash in. She's already rich because she's a baroness from Austria. Um, But then like everyone hates her. Everyone on the island, like the doctor, Dora, um, the Whitmers, they're like, fuck this bitch. She's so rude. She's like really mean to them. And she's like always trying to like seduce the the men, Um, which again, this is like told from Margaret Whitmer. So who knows what her perspective was. It could just be she's threatened by, like, this woman who's, like, not afraid of her own sexuality and mm-hmm. is, like, you know. But 
Either way, she they get convinced that she's like opening their mail and responding to the people as if she was them to and like all the letters are about her so she's like making herself like the center of the island because she wants to be like rich and famous so she's writing these letters back to them where she's pretending to be like the dentist saying like oh this is she's actually doing this yeah she's like she's like actually doing this um and she's like definitely a narcissist also she's not actually a baroness she's a dancer so she just like came to this island and is like i'm a baroness she like convinced these two lovers to like come with her but she actually doesn't have any money or like clout or anything um, she starts to use the, the like lesser lover as a slave and her and the other lover would like beat the shit out of him. Yeah. They were crazy. So then he takes refuge with the Whitmers. He like, Lorenz like leaves. He's like, I, she's crazy. Like I need y'all to help me. Um, and then him and, and Margaret, the mom become kind of close. And one day the dad comes home and they're like, you'll never believe what happened. Like, the, the Baroness and her lover came to us and they're like, the ship just got here from Tahiti. Like, we're going to go on the ship to Tahiti and like, we don't know if we'll be back. So like, do what you want with our stuff, basically. I may or may not be back. Bye. And everyone's kind of like, mm, if there was a ship on this very small island, we def would have seen it. So they're all like, no, like, clearly something happened to them. So like, the thought is that Margaret and Lorenz murdered the Baroness and this other lover. So they all go back to the Baroness's house to like look at her stuff. And she left on her bedside her prized possession, which was a copy of the picture of, the, of Dorian Gray. Um, and apparently she carried that around everywhere she went on the island with her, her pistol and her whips. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, she's that kind of person. Um, and so like this is all happening. And then Lorenz, the guy that used to be the lover, but turned out to be the, the slave or whatever, mm-hmm. he's like... Uh, I think it's like time for me to like GTFO and he hires this Norwegian um, fisherman to like take him back to Germany. They disappear. No one knows where they are. And then like a while later, they like wash up on the shore of some other island and um, they're mummified. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, and no. and nobody knows like how that happened or like if they, they assume that they got in some type of storm and then were like in the water for a long time. And so that's how they became mummified. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. But anything could have happened because Lorenz, like, obviously killed mm-hmm. those other two people. So, you never know. Um, okay, so I'm going to wrap it up. So, while this is all happening, you know, uh, Dora and... Um, Just to be clear, Dakota did show us a picture of the mummified body. <laughs> yeah, it's for Patreon yeah. followers. Yeah, it's you can get that poster size. You can get that picture. Yeah. Don't Google it, though. Um, when, when the Baroness first started causing trouble, they called the governor of Ecuador to come and be like, can you get this lady out of here? And the governor came, and then the Baroness, like, charmed him into giving her uh, four square miles of land on the island. What? Yeah. And, it, I mean, she was charming as fuck. Like, she she completely, like, won over pretty much everybody except for the women that were on the island. Um, and that that part of the land had the only stream on the island, the only stream of water. So she basically, like, fucked everything up. The plants started dying. Um, and then, like, Ritter and Dora, like, can't eat plants anymore. They, like, they're all plant raw food diet is, like, out the window. So they start eating animals. One of their pigs gets sick. So he's like, I'm going to kill the pig, but I'm going to feed the remains to the chickens. I don't know why you would do that to a sick pig. 
that's pretty gross. Um, but he feeds it to the chicken. The chickens obviously get sick because, like, they just ate sick pig. Um, but they're like, well, let's just, like, after the chickens die, they're like, if we boil the chickens for long enough, like, oh, the no. disease won't be there. So, like, we're going to boil them and then we're going to can the chicken. So they can the chicken. Um, the, the Ritter eats the chicken and then he gets botulism. So he's, like, dying. Oh, no. He's, like, on his deathbed. And apparently, on his deathbed, he couldn't talk. And Margaret, the mom from the other family, Margaret Whitmer, comes to, like, visit him on his deathbed. And so he writes a note to Dora. Well, he tells Margaret through a note that Dora poisoned him. And then he gives a note to Dora and says, I curse you with my dying breath. <laughs> and those were apparently his last words. But no one ever know, like, ever really found out what happened to the Baroness, to her lover, or to the fisherman and Lorenz. And that is the story of the Galapagos affair. Uh, <laughs> wow. So, Cole, you were like almost right on. You were really close. Not too bad, triplet. <laughs> wow. What a wild ride. Yeah. I think this yes. is the first time anyone's told us like a story. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Except for Jeffrey, who told us the story of Fallout. Uh, that's more of worst, a tragedy. Worst episode ever. <laughs> this is a story. Wow. Well, I'll be chewing on that yeah. for a while. What's the documentary if you want to check it out? It's uh, The Galapagos Affair, Satan Came to Eden. Oh, my God. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, riding on those coattails, I think it's time that we... We do have phone calls, believe it or not. People have been calling my phone like <laughs> crazy years. since we've been offline. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm sure people have a lot of questions that they need answered. Oh, you can bet on it. Here we go to our first caller. Hi, Sheila here, 10th grader at Pine Cove High School <laughs> in Sherman, Texas. Big fan of the show. Uh, just wanted to ask, you know, I'm kind of coming up on this part of high school where everyone's, like, making us feel like we need to spend a lot of money for things. Like, all my friends are going to dress shops and spending, like, 300 or $400 on prom dresses, and I know they're going to make me want to, like, eventually buy a class ring and invitations and letter jackets. And I think my gut is telling me, Maybe I don't need to spend thousands of dollars on those things. But I'm just wondering, um, am I going to regret that? Like, do you have your letter jacket framed in your hallway somewhere? I don't want to miss out on the high school experience. Um, XOXO, Sheila. Oh Thanks for the call, Sheila. Sheila, I think um, you should get one white t-shirt and a Sharpie and write fuck capitalism on it and then just wear that for the rest of the year. That's my advice. You guys can I have a t-shirt here. from my high school that I still wear because it yeah. looks kind of cool, but like my Letterman jacket. Well, you're wearing it yeah. right now. I am wearing it right now. It's so a, you're uh, getting good wear out of this it. This is class of um, 2017. Is that when you graduated? No, oh, no, I graduated in 2015, but oh funnily God. enough, uh, I did go back two years later, and I was like, this shirt's way better than the one we got as seniors, so I bought this one, and that's why I'm wearing it. You are wearing one that says class of 2016. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. And, uh, but yeah, I got my Letterman. I wore it for, I got it freshman year, and I wore it for like three years, and then I never wore it What'd again. What'd you have a letter jacket for? Uh, theater. Made it to state. Oh. Um... 
Yeah, I'm a little... I don't even frame my degrees. They're just sitting in my closet. I'll probably frame yeah. my college degree. I didn't. I mean, that you think the letter jacket's going to give you. So why don't you figure out what feeling you want and then... I mean, just get, an, just get a yeah. leather jacket that yeah. isn't yeah. tied to and your And then you can school. wear it for the rest of your life. Um, it, it appears. <laughs> so let's see what they have to say. I'm a uh, uh, long-time uh, caller, first-time listener. <laughs> I would like to ask a question to you. What what team might be saying as slang for shiggity and dizzigity in the future? Pazuchir. I want to uh, propose that the next word uh, for 2019 or 2020 for teams uh, uh, to say would be that's so swan. Uh, What do you guys think? That's fine. Uh, so, Let's all brainstorm what that so swan that's so would swan. mean. I think like smooth, right? Smooth, like, yeah. Smooth or cool or beautiful. Whatever a swan is. I was thinking that it would mean like it used to be ugly and not cool, but now it's pretty and cool. Ooh, okay. Like, like a princess diary situation. Yeah, like yeah. a swan situation. Swans not used swans to are really ugly when they're little. Mm. Oh, really? And then when they're older, they're beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Brittany, do you ever hear your, your students say um, no cap? No. What does that mean? You never hear that. I probably, but I just it's I like just pass over it. It kind of means like no offense, or like if you say like oh like like you're capping on them, it means you're like you're like taking a jab at somebody. Mm. So it's like flexing almost, or <sighs> flexing is like showing off. Roasting. Well. Yeah. It's uh, kind of like roasting, but if you say like no cap, you're like I'm not trying to roast you, but I've heard flexing heard like is just showing off in general, like yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess your wealth of anything. anything. I don't know. I haven't heard cap, though. Cap is, like, a a really popular one right now. And then headass is another one. Yeah, I've heard headass. Headass I like, though. Headass can be really funny. It's, like, it's a way of saying, like, dumbass. But you usually, like, will pair headass with, like, something else. Like, um, like if you're wearing really big glasses, you might say, like, Steve Urkel headass. You know, like. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Yeah. It is funny. It's funny. It can be really funny. Um, do we each want to try to make up something that could be said in the future? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. You go first, Brittany. <laughs> when do you start it? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'll go. Uh, <laughs> veggie time. <laughs> oh, my God. What is that? It's just going to mean meal time because in the future... Uh, everyone has to be vegetarian because animals breathe too much CO2 into the Ooh, atmosphere. Okay. Okay. It'll be my favorite day when cows go extinct, Brittany. Oh my God. That's so sad. <laughs> okay. Mine is blunga. Ooh, what does blunga mean? <laughs> it means um, that's like so dope. Like, that's really cool. Okay. Do you say like. <laughs> That's blunga, or you're just like blunga, blunga, and you gotta like draw the a out, yeah, or or you could be like blunga, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, that's cool. Um, that's blunga. I think. Let's see. You guys both did ones that were kind of like positive, so maybe I should do one that's like sure, like a little bit of a negative, yeah. right? Um, let's see. What's something bad? <laughs> um. Bad. That's her slang. Bad. Bad. That's bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's bad. But 
like you have to say it with the accent. That's bad. That's bad, miss. <laughs> um, maybe just like, okay, it could be like earwax. And that could mean like something that you're like, I ha- like this is necessary, but I don't like it. You know? <laughs> earwax with me for a moment. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, good. good yeah, good, yeah, good. I like it. Great. Awesome. Is that well, it? That's all our calls? Uh, take those and run with them, teens. Uh, cool. So, <laughs> again, if you want to leave a phone call, you can call me at my personal phone number. Dakota, this oh, is how you can oh, get ready. Just write it in the PowerPoint. Um, or, okay. Let me know when you're ready, Dakota. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, some people say this is foolish what I'm doing. I say it's the future of I connectivity. Call the Blunga. people you admire. It's Blunga. Thanks, guys. Uh, 713-304-3503 is my personal phone number. Woo! Call it and just let me know you want to leave a voicemail. Then I'll hang up and then you'll call again and then I'll reject the call and then you'll leave a voicemail and it'll be great. Um, is triplet with two P's? No, one no. P, two T's at the end. Okay, and then what's your social security number? Uh, that's going to be... Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you after the show. Okay. I only tell my close friends. Uh, I don't want the world to know. Um, but you know, maybe one day. Uh, cool, so Dakota, as we age, uh, we start grunting less and less. Mm. And when we're teens, we're always like, uh, uh, yeah, oh, whatever. Or- yeah, we, are, we is that a kissing noise? No, it's no. more like a. Oh yeah, I got gotcha, you. Gotcha. Yeah, lip smacking. Yeah. Um, and we don't let out our frustration vocally as much and through grunts when we're older. So we like to go around one by one, or, or do we do it? I think we do it all at once now. All at once. Uh, I think we should lip smack and then. Oh yeah. And then grow. Yeah. We're just gonna lip smack and then. However, it doesn't have to be a grunt. It can just some sort of release. Okay. Of frustration that okay. is built up. Okay. Bam! Uh, <laughs> you win. <laughs> like us on Facebook. Follow us on podcast. Bye. Get out of my room. Get out of my room. Get out of my room.